don't know. We can go about puns like Medusa. Oh, God. I'm going to Medusa or something. <laughs> I'm a Medusa woman out of her. <laughs> I don't know. None of these make sense. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but I don't know. Are you starting? You started, didn't you? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I'm Bree. <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> I think we said that last week, too. <laughs> I'm a confused person lately. <laughs> well, that's Burr as far as I know. Unless something's happened and you've been replaced. Shh. <laughs> the change means. <laughs> I'm not ready. You're wearing sexist socks. Oh, wait, no. You've you've got a new fancy haircut. Oh. And so, therefore, you're a changeling. <laughs> it all makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. But this is the creep cast, because I don't even think I said that yet. Hi. <laughs> yes. And welcome. We're not your neighborhood watch. We haven't said that in a while. Oh, But God. I thought I'd remind, in case anyone's forgotten over the past, well, now 63 episodes. <laughs> as, and I mean, if our track record does not show you as to why we should not be the neighborhood watch, <laughs> y'all need help. Y'all need Jesus. I would get him for you, but he's not answering my call still. Yep. Week three, still no answer. Are you there, God? It's me, Bree. <laughs> Jesus, can you hear me? Seriously, answer the phone. Now I'm looking crazy. Steven. And, and then here's Satan just standing next to Jesus. This bitch blowing up your phone. No wonder she doesn't answer my calls. Does this woman even breathe? Oh, look, you're getting another one. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Just have like one of those robotic hands, like where it was. What is it? You ever see the gif where it's a robotic hand going through Tinder, and just automatically swiping? All I can Except think it's of me is and it's um, just hitting call Jesus. What is it? Uh, Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, where it's like the giant fucking finger, and it goes over and touches the phone, and he's just like, um, he's calling Sam Sparks, and he like he's just like hello, and he's just like hanging up, <laughs> and then he's just like, oh yeah, when he was, when he chickened out or whatever, yep, and then he's like, like regrouping, <laughs> re-prepping, and she's like, hello. Flynn, <laughs> it's great. I love that movie. I was actually just saw the meme again with uh for the second one where he's like, there's a leak in the boat, and the camera pans, and it's the actual vegetable leak. <laughs> That is the best joke of that whole damn movie, and no one can tell me otherwise. I love that one. Mm, so good. I think there was another one, but I can't remember. Barry Finwoo. I know. I do like Barry. I like Barry. I'm just saying. The shrimp champ. Shrimp pansy. <laughs> oh, shrimp pansy was great too. Who could like? Uh, just genius. <laughs> like, could you just imagine being in those workshops trying to fucking combine food items and animals? I know the one you're thinking of. They're just like, oh, what's that over there? Oh, that's just a tomato. Oh. <laughs> Fuck that tomato. <laughs> it was so excited. And then it's just like, there's like, oh, that's just tomato. It's like, oh. <laughs> so sad looking. It needed a hug. <sighs> but I wasn't going to do it. No. Just poke <laughs> it with a stick from a distance. There, there, tomato. <laughs> He would. Oh, God, no. Yeah, and you'd hug it with your mouth. You'd be like, I'm not. <laughs> I know. And the man last night, because the fucking people at the food place I went to yesterday, I told them, no one, you know, tomato on my gyro. And they <laughs> gave me tomato still. And, like, Matt was, like, doing a, pulling an Austin and just, like, straight up eating them. And I was like, I'm like, get away from me. You're going to make me throw up. <laughs> 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 like, 
tangy mustard. And not even just the ones covered in the ziti sauce, because I'm like, okay, that kind of makes sense. And then, no, and then he took the straight up plain ones from his gyro plate one, because it's different. The sandwich is just one sandwich assembled, whereas the plate is two gyros that are disassembled, and you have to assemble yourself. But regardless, these so the plain ass tomatoes, and then he just fucking eats them in my face, and I was like, huh? <laughs> get away from me! <laughs> I would have just taken them like so. I would have eaten yours after dipping them in the tzatziki sauce on purpose. I just, I don't. <laughs> and then I would have taken mine and then dipped them in your tzatziki sauce. Well, no, this is the thing. Payment. I had already eaten. Most of my gyro sandwich, and then there was like literally three bites left, and Matt. Oh no, I would have done this beforehand. Yeah, he's a no. It's he's just, a greedy little oh. whore. Oh, oh god, guys! I just almost lost my cookies. <laughs> Not the cookies. And, and it takes a whole new meaning because we actually ate cookies today. Cookie, 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 cookie. These poor fucking cookies will never well, cook them. Yeah, right. <laughs> We keep her like, I can't remember if we like the turtle cookies. It's because we fucked them up last time, too. And then this time hearing I'm like, la, 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 baking cookies. And Austin's like, what'd you do to the pan? I was like, I don't know. I put, like, Crisco on it and shit. So, like, they wouldn't stick. And he goes, you ruined everything. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't like that, but that's how it felt. (laughs) Parchment paper is key. (laughs) But, yeah, they turned out fine. It's key because I keep buying it. Who do you think stock shit? It ain't you. You hadn't rebought any of it. Exactly. I did the first time. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Who are you going to call? Because it ain't Ghostbusters. Me. That's why I get that rubber one. So that way we don't have to. I bought you that rubber one. When you're trying to bake things and get them not stuck to the pan. Who you gonna call? <laughs> Burr, I don't know. Austin's rubber mat keeper. Oh my god. Uh, but anyways, none of these things we've talked about has anything to do with our topic this week. Medusa. We didn't even start talking about her. <laughs> this is our life. And what it's is called that? not doing things. In a in a timeful manner. I already got yelled at once today by one of my friends who listened to an episode of our podcast. He's like, I'm trying to learn about fairies and it's been twenty minutes and not a fairy has been mentioned. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was less than twenty minutes. I don't know. We didn't get past me being a low key single soccer mom to my nephew <laughs> in order to write a letter and complain to a manager. <laughs> this is what happens. Because we had to revisit it. It was four weeks ago. I don't remember what we talk about. So, I don't even know Why who do you think I am right back now? and revisit old episodes for fun? Because I'm like, I wonder what happened in this. And then I die laughing. And then Matt's like, are you listening to your own podcast, you fucking weirdo? And I'm like, yes, because I forget about what we talk about sometimes. And we're hilarious, goddammit. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I'm funny. Style funny. I'm going to stand up comedian now, guys. Just too much. Just kidding. No, that sounds horrifying to me. <laughs> Podcasting is safe because all I have to do is look at you and Austin. And even looking at Austin sometimes, I'm not sure. <laughs> so, funny tidbit about that, like, about, like, having that, like, social anxiety. So, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, and uh, he had Rob Zombie on there. And mm-hmm. Rob Zombie's just, like, I'd hate being, like, like one-on-one, like, talking to people. But then he's like, 
but you play in front of thousands of people. He's like, oh yeah, I have no feeling towards this. But like when it starts getting sentimental, nope. Well, no, and it's it is. It's of two varying degrees of like that kind of social anxiety. Where is like at least in some of like when you're sometimes when you're going to a big group of that. You're not always, you have that comforting thought, I feel like, sometimes to where you truly aren't the full focus of attention. And then when you're with someone, it's just like you are absolutely all that person pays attention to because it's like literally the one other person. Whereas me, I, on the other hand, am a little self-absorbed and assume everyone's always paying attention (laughs) to me. So the idea of thousands of people looking at me and then not finding me funny is terrifying. (laughs) Because nothing is more horrifying than being like, them bears, huh? And then no one reacts. I would never say them bears because I don't know anything about sports. You, you, well, first off, you don't say them bears. It's da bears. Well, I know it's da bears, but Can I'm Can I have saying, some of dad drink? No. <laughs> or, um, or what is it? How about them bears or something? Like, There's some kind of like joke where it's like the fallback Chicago line. Oh. How about them bears? Yep. <laughs> like, there you go. I don't know. But regardless, Medusa. 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 Methuselah. I don't know. I just like saying Methuselah. I think it's like supposed to be like some demon or like original human. I don't know. That's okay because we're going to sum a demon right now. Oh my God. Yeah. There is a part that Burr is going to read and I legit thought the fiery pits of hell were about to open up <laughs> next to us and a demon was going to be like, watch. <laughs> Because they're tired of us accidentally summoning them. Oh, I was going to say. And then it just the comes up next to Amber. is like, this is how you say it. And then she's like, oh. And then the demon goes back to hell. Stupid. Learn how to pronounce things. You're so mean. <laughs> You're so cat, mean. Blue yes. Rubber ducky. Yes. I'm here for it. Let's interrupt a demon's bath time. <laughs> So, Burr, who is Medusa? Who is Medusa? In Greek mythology, Medusa was a monster, a gorgon, generally described as a winged human female with limi- living, <laughs> living venomous snakes in place of hair. Sounds like my kind of woman. I mean, it's like I get to have pet snakes and a girlfriend. Come on. And she could fly me to work? Hell yeah. Sold. Let's go. Anyways, continue. Austin's <laughs> just like, the fuck is wrong with you? It's just like, wasting time. Everything. Everything is wrong with me. Go on. <laughs> Those who gaze upon her face would turn to stone. Most are calling her as Mabel. You'll have to watch Gravity Falls. Oh, yeah. It's, wait. No, Mabel's at the, the deep voice one. No. It's, that's Greta. It? That's Greta. Greta. That's it. Because I was listening to an episode where we were discussing that. <laughs> and you're like, watch the shows I tell you to watch. I'm like, no. No, <laughs> no Mabel sits there and fucking gets off track and shit all the time. She's just like, ah! I'm like, oh, this is free sometimes. I mean, me. <laughs> Mood. <laughs> we're continuing on. Moving forward. Those who gaze upon her face would turn to stone. Most sources describe her as the daughter of Forces and Sito, though the author um, Iunos makes her the daughter of 
Gorgon and Sito. According to Hesiod. Hesion and Ascylus or Ascylus. I don't fucking know. I man. think it was Ascylus. Something like that. Uh, but she lived and died on an island named Serpidon. Don. Serpidon. Or Sarpedon. I don't know. I tried, okay. Sarpedon. <laughs> and it begins. <laughs> But anyway, somewhere near uh, Kistine, the second century BCE novelist, uh, De Unicinos? De Unicinos? De, De Nicios? De, uh, I don't know. I tried. Yes, did I. But uh, Skybrocken? Sure. Fuck it. This is like my fifth time trying to say this. I'm just done with it. Yeah, over it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Um, but she puts her somewhere in Le- Libya where um, her auditus had said the Berbers. Me. <laughs> the me's. Um, originated her myth as part of their religion. Which Austin missed this conversation. But when she read this, I was like, all I picture <laughs> is a flock of burrs. Just like minions. <laughs> like but minions, me's. but a bunch of burrs. And they're all like, yo, we need something to worship because we're just angry with spears. And then we're like snake ladies. And they're like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. And then they scream in the distance with their spears <laughs> in the air. Full of, it's full of rage. And it brings joy to my, my cold little heart. Is that how... The other Kratos made then? The one religion? Which one? The one. The one you and two fight. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess. That all makes sense. You're like, these beautiful creatures are worshiping this beautiful creature. I need to worship that one. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Like I said, you know me. I love fucking weird shit. Thick Wilfred cat, which. I almost was like, let's go get a Target because they've got Halloween cards, greeting cards, in the shape of Wilfred with his fucking little fucking fangs yeah. and fucking derpy ass eyes. And then he's wearing a little cape, so he's like vampire cat. I love it. Wilfred's the one where the video where he's like, get out of here. Hey, Ma, Ma, there's a cat out here that looks like Grandma. <laughs> That's Wilfred, and he's beautiful. Why did we go to Target today? Oh, wait. Target is dangerous, and also I'm poor. Poor. Help me, I'm poor. Poor. For just five cents a day. (laughs) (laughs) You can help this poor woman feed and send her cats to college. No, trust me, the cats will be fed. It's me that's going to not be fed. Skin and bone. Yep. Wheeling into my job. And, you know, just fucking like, hello, welcome to job. Let me bring you food. Ice poor. (laughs) Ice poor, help me. And then I get all the pity tips. Pity, 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 pity. I would jokingly be like, I'm going to buy a wheelchair, but I'm too poor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too poor to scam people. (laughs) That's the level of poor I'm at. I'm totally going a different way with that one. Old memories. Uh, Medusa was beheaded by the hero um, Perseus. Who therefore, no, I'm sorry, thereafter used her head 
which retained the ability to turn onlookers to stone as a weapon until he gave it to the goddess Athena to place on her shield. Bitch. Yeah. Um, in classical inquiry, antiquity, antiquity, the image of the head of Medusa appears in the evil averting device known as the Gorg- Gorgonian. Gorgonian. Yeah. Classical mythology. The three sisters, Medusa, um, Steno, and Uriel. Uriel. Sorry. I keep wanting to say Ursula for some reason. I mean, here for it. Ursula could totally be a Gorgon. Yeah. I'm into it. Continuing on. Don't shake your head at me. (laughs) I mean, come on. Nothing's more terrifying than an... Guys, does Ursula have a penis? Maybe her octopus. Maybe, and her makeup design is based off of Divine, a drag queen that was in a lot of um, John Waters videos. I am shooketh. It all makes sense now, huh? Ursula's a drag queen. I'm here for it. Bitch, just trying to get laid. All makes sense now. Huh? Oh my god! <laughs> Revelation of the day: Ursula is a, <laughs> is a drag queen, and I'm here for it. Hello. Um, where were we though? But um, these were all children of the ancient marine deity Forces and um, what the fuck was that? Forks or Forkus? Forkus. And his sisters, Cito or Keto, Cathonic, Cathonic monsters from an archaic world. They're um. Genealogy. Thank you. Is shared with other sisters, the Gree-Algree? Uh, I don't remember. As in the... Aeschylus? Uh, Aeschylus? I don't know. I think this was the... Yep, that was the same word we were fucking with earlier. Yeah. Don't know. Prometheus bound. That's after that word, but here for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they were Prometheus bound, which places both trinities of the sister far off on Kistine, dreadful plain. Uh, near them, their three sisters, the Gorgons, winged with snakes for hair, hatred of mortal men. Which, I mean, in 2019, mood. <laughs> this is the era of hatred for mortal men. <laughs> mood. <laughs> Moon moon. <laughs> moon moon. But anyways. So while ancient Greek vase painters and relief carvers imagined Medusa and her sisters as having monstrous form, sculptors and vase painters okay. of the 5th century began to envision her as being beautiful as well as terrifying. In an ode written in 490 BC, Pindar already speaks of fair-cheeked Medusa. Yeah. Uh, in a late version of the Medusa myth related by the Roman poet Ovid, Medusa was originally a ravishingly beautiful maiden, the jealous aspiration of many suitors, but because Poseidon had raped her in Athena's temple, the enraged Athena transformed Medusa's beautiful hair to serpents and made her face so terrible to behold that the mere sight of it would turn onlookers to stone. In Ovid's telling, Perseus describes Medusa's punishment by Minerva, or Athena, as just and well-earned. Mm-hmm. Which... Let's start this TED Talk, shall we? Because, first off, Perseus, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Just and well-earned, this bitch is minding her business, being gorgeous, living her best life, and then Poseidon, because you know all the Greek gods, they all just trying to dick, stick their dick in something. Yep. Not as bad as Zeus, but... Not as bad as Zeus, 
but on a lower level, but still trying. Mm-hmm. And like, and Athena, fuck that bitch, salty as hell. More of a topic later, we'll go more into this, but it's like, really, bitch? It also has to do with the um, the culture back then as well. Well, yeah, but still. Well, that's a major portion of it because um, women were, uh, what's, how do I phrase this? Um, Objects. No. Possessions. No. Lesser beings. No. <laughs> the list goes on. <laughs> no, they were sought to be the cause of problems. So. So sticking our their dicks and everything was our well, problem. So like, so whenever, so the like. <laughs> he's like, man, this is like, this isn't my fault. <laughs> Just dig a hole. But they thought, uh, so like when it came to storytelling, that women would typically be um, the reason why something bad would happen. So in Jason... Pandora's box. (laughs) Pandora's box, uh, Jason... Listen, okay, Pandora's box, though. You had one job. Don't open the damn box. That one, fair. I will give everyone Pandora's box. Pandora, get it together. So in but Jason, also, who's giving gifts and being like, hey, this is for you, but don't open it. You're and very just, pretty. Just Here's fucking nice walks box. out. Don't open it. Because I'm not going to lie. little part of me would be like, well, what the fuck is in this box? I would have just made him tell me that fucking pestilence was in it. been like, listen, tell me what's in the box, and then I don't want to open the box. Give me the reason why not to open the box, and then I'm fine. I'm not opening the box. Well, actually, they were t- she was told. All right, fuck Pandora. Moving on. Because <laughs> it was said that if you open up the box, it's supposed to release, if I remember correctly, that... Evil's into the world? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, fuck that shit. Yeah, and then she's just like, still, what's in this? Uh, what evil. kind of evil? <laughs> but, like, how evil are we talking? Yeah. But anyways, then, whole other um, myth that we could get into. And then you have Jason and the Golden Fleece. Uh, something happened. Like, I think the girl that he falls in love with get some killed or something like that uh achilles hercules no, no achilles. achilles i said is hercules oh. is he a part of that too um i mean harry i Eden. can't remember fully okay but i remember in achilles he the reason why the his enemy finds out about his heel is from a woman um and there's multiple it's a common recurring thing it's a lot of words for no one will fuck me. Sorry, I said you all that meme earlier. <laughs> well, not meme, but like post. But point being, this is one of the worst ways of just being like, hey, like, maybe just don't get raped in someone's temple. Bitch. I mean, like I said, there's more um, theology into it later. She actually went that I'll have the, to look into. Ran into the temple to pray to help. Like, she's just like, I don't want this. I don't, I'm not interested in him and everything else like that. And he's just like, I'm a god and I will take you here because I'm Fuck a god. It. Yeah. And she's just like, I'm a god. This no. is my goddess. Protect me. And she's just like, I'm disgusted by you. How dare you? See, now I'm just imagining a very beautiful, like, model esque woman being like, <laughs> I'm a god. <laughs> Oh my god, I just cleaned you know that this, floor. You know what this needs to be? A drunk history episode. <laughs> where it's like, 
Just burr wasted. It's not going to be that hard. Two drinks. Cheapest guest you'll have on Drunk History, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> two, du- two double Amaretto Stone Sours. Let's go. <laughs> just have her retell it. And then just have, like, I don't know, some model act as Medusa. And then, like, just Burr's voice. <laughs> voice over. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see Becky's hair? <laughs> Fuck that bitch. That bitch looks like Becky. Give her snakes <laughs> I'm here for this. I'm right. Can I call? I'm going to call into drunk history. See if this works. I'm ready for it. Let's do it. But anyways. You're still reading. Yeah, I know. I'm just mad. <laughs> just mad. We'll get more into it once we get into further other versions and topics and studies on it. But like I said, this shit's fucked. Yeah. So, but in most versions of the story, she was beheaded by the hero Perseus. Hero. More like pawn. Pawn and games of bullshittery. Shenanigans. Bamboozlement. <laughs> I was waiting for her, yes. <laughs> But she's got to use it. <laughs> so, he was sent to fetch her head by King Polydectes of Seraphis uh, because Polydectes wanted to marry Perseus's mother again. Mm-hmm. Poor Medusa getting screwed over because some other dude wants to get his dick wet. Bullshit. It's bullshit. Excuses. Bamboozlement. <laughs> Buffoonery. But anyways, uh, so the gods were all well aware of this, and Perseus received help. He received a mirror shield from Athena, gold-winged sandals from Hermes, a sword from Hephaestus, and Hades' helm of invisibility. Since Medusa was the only one of the three Gorgons who was mortal... Wow. So then on top of it, he's got a fucking, what is it called? Handicap? Yep. In games, you know, where it's like you make things like weaker for your benefit. No? Well, I mean, no, I know it, it could go about. either way. So it really depends on. Anyway. You're thinking, you're thinking of advantage. Yeah, but they also call it the handicaps. Well, usually. Or at least handicap. they used to. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's, it's probably offensive mm-hmm. now. Well, no, it's just if you're. You, Medusa would be the one who would be handicapped because she's not fighting on the same level as yeah. he is. So he would have the advantage. He wouldn't have a handicap. But whatever. Point being, you pick the one mortal one, like, like or it's either that or Polydectus had like so little faith in him that he's like, let's give him the one that can actually die because I don't think he can even kill that one. But going on. So Perseus was able to slay her while looking at the reflection from the mirrored shield he received from Athena. During that time, Medusa was pregnant by Poseidon, where Perseus beheaded her, Pegasus, a winged horse, and Chrysler, a giant wielding a golden sword, sprang from her body. Which sounds uncomfortable. So this poor woman's raped and had, like, the worst pregnancy ever. Poor thing. Actually, it's by a different god, too, by the way. I'm sure. And then, where is this coming? Spring from her body, how? That's my next question. Is it coming from her neck? I mean, at least it's after she's dead. So that's good. Less painful. If I remember correctly, the head's actually supposed to be alive still. uh, According to this, not so much. So, Jane Ellen Harrison argues that her potency only begins when her head is severed and that potency resides in the head. She is, in a word, a mask with a body later appended. The basis of the Gorgonian is a cultist object, a a ritual mask, misunderstood. Um, according to Ovid in Northwest Africa, Perseus felt, f- I'm sorry, flew past the Titan Atlas 
who stood holding the sky aloft and transformed him into stone when he tried to attack him. In the similar manner, the coral of the Red Sea were said to have been formed by Medusa's blood spilled onto seaweed when uh, Perseus laid down the petrified head beside the shore during its short stay in um, Ethiopia. Thank you. Where he's uh, saved his wet, no, saved, saved and wed wife. his future wife, the lovely princess Andromeda. Yeah. Furthermore, the poisonous vipers of the Sahara and the Argonautica. Yeah. Which I'm assuming is a book. Yeah, book or like level of like writing or journal for like the thing. I'm assuming similar to like like verses almost, I'm guessing. I'm guessing, yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm likening it to is like Bible stuff because it's the only thing I kind of get and even then I don't get those but like Mm -hmm. that's all I can give to similarity. The verses. Yes. But this is 4.1515. Ovid um, Metamorphosis. Yep. 4.770. 4.770. And Lucan's... Pharsalia? 9.820. We're said to have grown from split drops... Spilt. Sorry. Yeah, spilt. I was supposed to fix that. That's okay. Uh, spilt drops of her blood. The blood of Medusa also spawns the... Oh, Amphisbana? I, I don't know. know. <laughs> but this dude's a horned dragon-like creature with a snake... Headed tail. So it's actually a Greek poem. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, it actually talks about the Jason and the Argonauts with the Jason and the Golden Fleece, which is what I was talking about earlier. <laughs> That's okay. what it's referencing. Okay, so like just things that things that she's mentioned in. I'm yeah. assuming. Cool. Right. You learned something new. Uh, let's see. Perseus then fled to, uh, Sir Ephos. Seraphos. Seraphos. Where his mother was being forced into marriage with the king, uh, Polydecus. Tees? No. Dectes, yep. You're yeah. good. Yeah. Woo! Who was turned into stone by the head. Then Perseus gave the Gorgon's head to Athena, who placed it on her shield like the cunt that she is. <laughs> the... Aegis. Aegis. Yep. Uh, that's also you still. I don't know why I keep. We did this during practice reading too, where I just because like Loki was just like Bruce paused. I speak now, even though it's clearly labeled that it's her section. It's because I had to breathe. I'm what sorry about Brie. What about Brie? <laughs> <coughs> oh God, this He's... is it. <laughs> I'm choking at myself, absorbing this. <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> I'm not ready. <sighs> I love it. I mean, I'm a little bit ready, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Let's see. Some classical references refer to the three Gorgons. And Harrison considered that the tripling of Medusa into a trio of sisters was a secondary feature in the myth. The triple form is not permit- primitive. primitive. It is merely an existence of a general tendency, which makes... Of each woman goddess, a trinity which is given us the Jorge. Horing? Horing. I don't know. I don't know. The uh, charities and the. Semini? Semini. 
Um, and a host of those triple groups. It is immediately... Obvious. Is that obvious? Yep. Hmm. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> no, I just like... It just sounded like... Austin was like, obvious. Like, yeah, it's obvious. And then she's like, but is it obvious though? <laughs> like, like, not that they were talking about whether that was the word obvious or not, but just like the thing where it's like... That's this a word. Fact, this quote, is that obvious? I don't know. Sorry. I, it's all good. I heard that back and forth was hilarious to me. <laughs> I love it. It is immediately obvious that the Gorgons are not really three, but one plus two. The two unslain sisters are merely appendages due to customs. The real Gorgon is Medusa. And moderate modern um interpretations yeah historical a number of early classical scholars interpreted the myth of medusa as a quasi quasi historical based on a reconstructed no recon yeah based on or reconstructed from an event custom uh style etc in the past or sublim Subliminated? Yeah, memory of an actual invasion. Yes. So according to Joseph Campbell, the legend of Perseus beheading Medusa means that the Hellenes overran the goddess's chief shrines and stripped her priestesses of their gorgon masks. The later being apotropic, uh, tropaic, I'm sorry, faces worn to frighten away the profane. So with that, I think it's talking about a battle of people that worship Medusa and then him being... Um, him, him beheading Medusa is a story, like a shortening story of like, kind of like uh, what's the word I'm like, condensing it, as opposed to it being this big battle between two things where a group of people overtook another group of people. It was just one on one to simplify it. That's at least my take on what they're trying to say. Boom words. I was struggling with for a second. I was like, what is the word I'm looking for? But, uh, so that is to say there occurred in the early 13th century BC, an actual historic rupture, a sort of sociological trauma, which has been registered in this myth, much as what Freud terms the latent content of neurosis is registered, the manifest content of a dream registered yet hidden registered in the unconscious yet unknown or misconstrued by the conscious mind. So it's almost like, um, kind of like, I wouldn't say like, I guess kind of like repressed memories in a way. Yeah. But like breaking through in like a different version or something i don't know something where you cope better but then going on to psychoanalysis this is the real fun part because speaking of freud this is where shit gets real love me some good sigmund freud shit so in 1940 sigmund freud's medusa's head was published posthumously in freud's interpretation the to decapitate equals to castrate the terror of Medusa is thus a terror of castration that is linked to the sight of something. Numerous analyses have made us familiar with the occasion for this. It occurs when a boy who has hitherto been unaware to believe that the threat of castration catches the sight of female genitals, probably those of an adult, surrounded by hair, and essentially those of his mother. <laughs> I just slowly see Austin getting like a little more and more comfortable as I'm reading this. Typing this, I was like, do I want to include this? There was like more graphic shit too that like... I kind of, like, cut some bits out of it, yeah. Baby Jesus. Yay, Freud. 
But anyways. So, uh, meh, meh. oh, in this perspective, the ravishingly beautiful Medusa is the mother remembered in innocence. So essentially, bam, she's beautiful. I love her. Like, whatever. She's not a sexual object of any form. And then, uh, before the mythic truth of castration dawns on the subject, classic Medusa, in contrast, is the Oedipal uh, libidinous, libidinous? I think it's libidinous, symptom. Or, again, the whole Oedipus complex going into where... All boys want to marry their mom and have sex with their mom and shit. Yeah, not not fun stuff. But continuing on, uh, looking at forbidden mother stiffens the subject in illicit desire and freezes him in terror of the father's retribution. There are no recorded instances of Medusa's turning a woman into stone. So essentially, his theory is that Medusa is a coming of age thing, hmm. and that it doesn't affect women because there's no comparing that. The whole Medusa's never turned a woman to stone, apparently. It's only been men. But yeah. Yay, Freud. No. Never a dull moment with that man. Right? <laughs> what can I say? Jesus. So then archetypal, or archetypal literary criticism continues to find psychoanalysis useful. Beth Selig analyzes Medusa's punishment from the aspect of the crime having been raped rather than having willingly consented in Athena's temple as an outcome of the goddess's unresolved conflicts with her own father Zeus. Which we'll have to look into because I don't remember much of conflict between Athena and Zeus. I knew they had issues with one another. Zeus had issues with everybody. Well, I, again, sticking his dick and everything. Kind of a mess. For science. Like, literally. For science. Like, if I had to put Zeus into a pop culture form today, it would be Frank Gallagher. <laughs> From fucking... Um, Oh, God, shameless. Gotta do it for science. It's not science. <laughs> He's just fucking people. <laughs> for science? It's not science. Gotta stick your dick in it for science. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know we're referencing the fucking Puckwudgie thing. <laughs> well, poor Puckwudgie's poor moment babies. of silence. <laughs> telling you. Going out in the woods and just hanging out. Leave the puck wedgies alone. And they're going to be like, all Native Americans that know anything about puck wedgies are going to be like, God damn it, there's that crazy white woman again. Get her out of here. Spray the hose at her. <laughs> <laughs> go on home. <laughs> go on, white girl, go home. <laughs> Don't you have anything better to do? Uh, Throw a snack at her. <laughs> yeah, pumpkin spice. <laughs> Listen, I don't like pumpkin spice. I have like peppermint. I do, yeah. Peppermint's my more. Uh, just... Pe- peppermint is my pumpkin spice of the basic white girlness, but uh, I do, I do have one or two though during the pumpkin spice season. I'm like, okay, I like to have one because I'm like, I gotta remember what the big deal about it is, and I'm like, meh, and then like I'll be like, okay, you know that sounds good, and then I never touch it again. I like pumpkin pie, great. pumpkin rolls, and pumpkin pie milkshakes from Portillo's. I mean, but he won't let me get any of them. Why? Because it's like, that's disgusting. <laughs> You're gross. <laughs> you like pumpkin spice. I don't. I just like those three things. That's it. It's all right. Next week we're going to Portillo's. But they put mayo in their cake. Yeah, in their cake, yes, not pumpkin pie shakes. That's a very common thing. I still haven't it had keeps one of those. It, it keeps it moist. <laughs> you can just cook better than just have a moist cake. Yeah, but then it stays moist. 
I haven't had their cake, and I haven't had their, their milkshake yet, where they actually, like, blend it in front of you. You've never had the cake at milkshake? Uh-uh. Oh, dude, it is the tits. That's what everybody says. But then okay. everyone's just like, stay away from just the other cake's got mayonnaise in it. I'm like... Fuck them. That cake is delicious. I don't care what anyone has to say. We're going to Portillo's. We've only lived get, in we're this gonna state get cake. for like... We're going to get cake milkshake, and then I'm going to buy you that pumpkin pie milkshake just for you, because fuck it. I love you too, random citizen. <laughs> <laughs> week next week. Oh, yeah. Megamind. <laughs> we love you, Megamind. Or Metro Man. That's You're it. wonderful. <laughs> oh, that movie. They left me at this thing called Shul. You mean school. <laughs> yeah. I remember making Matt watch that for the first time, and I still remember going to see it by myself. At 10 o'clock at night and had the whole damn theater. I bet you they were so mad at me. Because I bet you if they didn't have anyone buy tickets for that showing, like, they wouldn't have had to do anything. Like, they would have could have just left that theater immaculate. And then here comes little old me. One ticket, please. Yep. <laughs> I remember that. I was just like, I should have went to go see that movie with you instead of just watching a fucking stupid-ass movie I had to go see. Yeah, I guess three. Yep. I was like, yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I cringe still thinking of the fucking beginning. Ugh. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want to talk about it. Let's Ugh. go. Moving on. Feminism, Burr. Feminism. 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 I'm trying my best here. Be supportive. <laughs> I am supportive. Okay. <laughs> but feminism. I did it again. I don't care. In the 20th century, feminism... Reassure no feminist reassessed. Thank you. Feminists reassessed Medusa's appearance in literature and in modern culture, including the use of Medusa as a logo by the fashion company Versace. Yeah, which I should have researched in that because I didn't even think about that. That was their logo. I didn't even. I don't know how I never thought, but then again, I'm poor. So I don't even know what actual Versace looks like. I don't even think I've been anywhere near a Versace item of any. I've never even heard of it until now. What? Yeah, kind of living under a rock. (laughs) Girl. So, okay, you know how American Horror Story, and then they did the crime story, American Crime Story, with O.J. Simpson? The second season is about the assassination of Versace by this wackadoodle dude. And the guy who plays him, I think he's like the dude from Glee. The one from the private school with the dark hair. I can't think of his name. Uh, Blaine? Yes. That guy plays him, and he is perfection. And it is really good. And and Donatella, they were very kind in casting her. That's all I'll say. Okay. We'll Google pictures after we're done recording. Okay. But anyways, Versace. But Um, again, don't know what Versace looks like. But you think after watching a whole season that I would have realized that, but you know. Murder. That's what I was worried about. Murder. Murder. <laughs> Moving forward. The name Medusa itself is often used in ways not directly connected to the mythological creature, but to suggest the Gorgon's ability to con- connote? To connote malevolence. 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 Yeah. Ma- malevolence. God damn it. Malevolence. Yeah. Yes. Despite her origin as a beauty, the name is commonly 
is common usage came to mean monster. Uh, the book Female Rage, Unlocking the Secrets, Claiming Its Power by Mary um, Valentis. I think, yeah. Val- yeah. Valentis. And Anna Devon notes that uh, when we asked women what female rage looks like to them, it was always Medusa, the snaky-haired woman. Oh, I'm sorry. Snaky-haired monster of myth who came to mind. In one interview after another, we could we were told that Medusa is the most hor- horrific woman in the world, though none of the women were interviewed could remember the details of the myth. Which, again, I was just telling uh, Austin about this earlier. It just reminds me. I can't remember what show it was, but there was a show where they went on the street with a giant diagram of the uterus and fallopian tubes and everything, and they would interview women and be like, okay, which one is the fallopian tubes? And they're like, the what? And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) no. I mean, I didn't really pay attention to health class either, but how do you not know that? I know. And and then what's wild is because, like, with you, it's like, okay, if you don't pay attention to health class, you had children. Yeah. I know how at least it works somewhat. Mm Mm-hmm. So I seen this meme. Oh, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words on this podcast. Always a meme. Continue. So I seen this meme of these older po- people who are in all white jumpsuits, and they all had signs on their shirt saying "Fallopian Swim Team." I remember that. Oh yeah, no, I saw that. I think you sent that to the group. I think so. Yeah, that was I good. Loved it. But um. But yeah, like that's what I'm saying. That was like, to some people, they wouldn't even understand that joke, mm-hmm. which is fucking wild. And it's like, it's intense. Ugh. So yeah. So then, like I said, so then for people to be like, oh yeah, feminist rage, this monster. But I don't know how she became that way. Yeah. It's like what? What? It's very. What's the word I'm looking for? Appalling. No. Um. Concerning. No. I mean, th- those are correct things in that situation, but not the word I'm looking for. It's tied in a different thing. Uh, it's not founded. Not founded? No. Um, point being that her rage was in good reason. She's full of rage for a reason. Mm-hmm. Justified? Yes, there we go. Thank you. I don't know why I was taking so long. I was trying to think of another word. But that's essentially another word I could have used that I was kind of looking for something like that. But point being, her rage was justified. So, of course, she's angry and a monster. Mm-hmm. Because she's angry, she's a fucking monster. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit. I'd be rage, too. Rawr. Yes. Uh, but let's see. Um, Medusa's visage. visage has since been applied by many women as a symbol of female rage. One of the first uh, publications... To express this idea was a feminist journal um, called Women, a Journal of Liberation. And they're in their um, issue one. Issue one, volume six for 1978. The cover featured the image of the Gorgon Medusa by Froggy Lupton, which the editor on the inside of the cover explained can be a map to guide us through our terrors through the depth of our anger into the source of our power as women. Yes. Women. Women. And, uh, women. 
Vermin. <laughs> All them vermin. Yes. But um, in, in issue three, fall 1986, for the magazine Women of Power, an article called Gorgons, a face for con- contemporary? contemporary women's rage, appeared written by Emily Irwin, um, Culpepper, who wrote the amazing Gorgon face in Female Fury, Personified. 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 Uh, the Gorgon Medusa image has been rapidly adapted by large number. Adopted by large number of feminists who recognize her as one face of our own rage. Um, Gers- Griselda. Griselda. Pollock. Pollock analyzes the passage from horrors to compassion in the figure of the Medusa uh, through Adriana. Cavareros. Thank you. You're Philosophy welcome. and Bracca. 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 Ethingers. Ethingers. Art and matrixal theory. Yeah. I know. I tried to find the definition for that word, but I think it's just tied in with that theory. I like how I'm just like, every other word. <laughs> it's fine. I, I did this to you. I'm sorry. It's okay. I still love I'm you. sorry. She hates so me. So sorry. <laughs> she low-key hates me. I don't. As soon as like I was typing the beginning of this, and I was like, blah, 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 and I made it halfway through, and then I looked, and I saw that it was an odd episode, and I was like, <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this is already going into a train wreck. <laughs> Love it. I would legit, like, as I was separating the notes, I was like, maybe we should just accidentally, quote, unquote, fuck it up, and then just have me start twice. And then go back to be being odds and burning evens. No, that would make sense. Never. Right? Butcher everything. Something that makes sense. Ridiculous. Never. Not in our house. You come to my house on the day of my cat's birthday. <laughs> she came into my house, throat punched my cat. I know I did. I almost throat punched your cat. I felt so bad. Well, no, I don't feel bad because I luckily I caught myself. I don't know. She just said something that I was going to like jokingly like lift my arm up and like cheer. And I would thank God I was starting off slow. And then all of a sudden I feel like a throat, furry throat. And I'm like, oh no, the cat. <laughs> <laughs> and like had I not, had I moved faster, I legit would have like launched this cat into the air via throat punch. <laughs> and I would have felt terrible. He's already vo- he was already vocally defective. Let's not make it worse. Oh, uh, uh, let's see. Elaine, or was that Elena? Alana. Alana? Yeah, because there's E-L-A. Uh-huh. Oh, but uh, Alana Dyke Woman. That's right, I said it. That's her name. That is her last name. And just go on, I gotta, I'll wait for my joke. <laughs> In 1976 collection of lesbian stories and poems. Which, with a name like that, what else are you supposed to do with your life? <laughs> I'm sorry. It is a joke. Your name is great, though. You're a great human being. Keep doing what you're doing. Damn straight. Power to the woman. Come on. I need a pink pussy hand. <laughs> and, and the chupacabra <laughs> with a pink pussy hand. We need this. Chupacabra is female, and you can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> it was big. It it's stood big. over there. <laughs> Pete is always the best one. 
<laughs> why are we mentioning that? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> that was what you were worried about. <laughs> Love it so much. Uh, I should re-listen to that episode. Do it. So good. Love it. But anyway, um, they will know me by my teeth. Featuring a drawing of a gorgon on its cover, its purpose was to act as a guardian of female power, keeping the book solely in the hands of women. Stephen Will, author of Medusa Solving the Mysteries of the Gorgon, questioned Medusa's enduring status among the feminist movement. He believes that one reason for her longevity yep, yay, uh, may be her role as a protector, fearsome and enraged. Only the Gorgon has the salvage threatening appearance to serve as an immediately recognizable symbol of rage and a protector of women's secrets. Which I mean, truth. So, even in contemporary pop culture, Medusa has become largely synonymous with the feminine rage. Though many of her iterations, Medusa pushes back against a story that seeks to place the male. Perseus, at its center, is blameless and heroic. Author Sybil Bombach described Medusa as a multimodal image of intoxication, petrification, and lowering attractiveness, citing her seductive contemporary representation as well as her dimensionality as the reason for her longevity. Elizabeth Johnston's November 2016 Atlantic essay called Medusa... Oh, oh I took two pages. Uh-oh. I, liked, I saw the beginning of the next page and I was like, uh... But yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Medusa, the original quote-unquote nasty woman. Johnson goes on to say that as Medusa has been repeatedly compared to Clinton during the 2016 presidential election, she proves her merit as an icon, finding relevance even in modern politics. Medusa has since haunted Western imagination, materializing whenever male authorities feel threatened by female agency. Beyond that, Medusa's story is a rape narrative, a story of victim-blaming, one that she says sounds all too familiar in a current American context. And before I get into the quote, this is where I get like, frustrated because it's like the whole focus is going on to Perseus being you know the hero male blameless whatever not saying he's blameless because he's not because he agreed to this ridiculous thing but they overlook again like I said the whole essentially victim blaming shaming whatever Mm -hmm. from Athena's end where it's like you think about it and it's like the oldest case of women fucking tearing down other women and it's like no bitch like you're supposed to be fucking no, sis, you were supposed to help her. Yeah. Because, yeah, well, and then two fucking, fucking goddess of war and shit, and it's like, come on. Yeah, right? Like, you're, if anything, you should be, like, whole empowering. I almost, I'm not going to lie, I almost went on to, like, say Virginia, but I'm like, wait, no, that's Artemis. Artemis mm-hmm. is, of right now, she's still good in my books until something pops up. <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> but as Virginia, yeah. But it's, like, fucked because it's, like, Athena essentially was mad at her over something that was out of control, bullshit, whatever. And then, like I said, then she sends, essentially, not sends, she doesn't send uh, Perseus to attack her. But then she's like, oh, you've been sent to kill Medusa, have you? Let me help. Yeah. What? bitch. Hey, twat. Mm Mm-hmm. Salty as hell over here. But on to the quote. Medusa is widely known as a monstrous creature with snakes in her hair whose gaze turns men to stone. 
Through the lens of theology, film, art, and feminist literature, my students and I map how her meaning has shifted over time and across cultures. In so doing, we unravel a familiar narrative thread. In Western culture, strong women have historically been imagined as threats requiring male conquest or con and control. And Medusa herself has long been the go-to figure for those who seek, seeking to demoralize, or I'm sorry, not demoralize, demonize female authority. Which again, fact though. Because I mean, what else are you going to compare them with? But I don't give a fuck. Fuck it. Fuck Medusa's it. the shit. She's my fave. Gonna make her my phone background. No. <laughs> your boo. And then just in captions, bay. Bay. <laughs> Which I still will never understand that, but I whatever. Don't know. Bacon and eggs. Low-key lights them on fire. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Only in that context, coming to breakfast food will I accept bay. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what I'm going to just assume because it's snack related. <laughs> snacks? Snacks? But all right, last bit of my section. Uh, so feminist theorist Elaine Sixu uh, famously tackled the myth in her essay, The Laugh of the Medusa. She argues that men's retelling of the narrative turned Medusa into a monster because they feared female desire. The Laugh of Medusa is largely a call to arms urging women to reclaim their identity through writing as she rejects the patriarchal society of Western culture. So Sixu calls writing an act which will not only realize the dissensored relation of woman to her sexuality, to her womanly being, giving her access to her narrative strength, it will give her back her goods, her pleasures, her organs, her immensely bodily territories, which have been kept under seal. She claims we must kill the false woman who is preventing the live one from breathing, inscribe the breath of the whole woman. Sixu wants to destroy masculine-centric system and to empower women's bodies and language. You only have to look at Medusa straight to, on to see her, writes Sixu, and she's not deadly, she's beautiful, and she's laughing. Mm. Which I like that kind of quote, like, that whole spin on it. And, again, the whole thing is, like, women have been for, like, a long time, like, suppressed and things like that. And male writing just... Have you ever seen the Twitter thread of male writers describing females in their books? Look it up sometime because it is fucked. <laughs> and it is terrible and it just shows sometimes how clueless men are. <laughs> like, you can tell which ones have gotten laid and which ones haven't. I'm going to pull it up for you when we finish recording. It's, it's, it's stupid. I love it. But yeah, so yeah, women. More women writers. Yes. More word porn. Word porn. Word. <laughs> that's what all... Romance novels are just word porn. Yep. And, and hallucinations as you stare at a dead train. <laughs> I mean, God, what? Do you remember the one book that we saw at the bookstore? Was it with you? Because I sapped it to, uh, to Tania. What was the book? Oh, my God. It was like my... Oh, God. Something Irish dragon stupid. Like, one of those... Like, some of these romance novels... Like, I get they're just, like, raunchy books for women, older women who feel like wanting to be scandalous, but some of these titles are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all need to get your creativeness back in line, because <laughs> what? Oh, God. I love to see if I could Google it, but it was okay. a legit real book, and I was like, no. <laughs> take, like, I almost went to, like, grab the whole stack and just brought them in, like, take this to the back and burn them. <laughs> Stop this. This is disgusting. What is her phone number? I'm calling and I'm calling her publicist for letting this shit come out like this. How dare you? 
But anyways, <laughs> for her, <laughs> just in pop culture. So for her literature, <laughs> in Rick, uh, I still don't know how to say Reardon's. this. Reardon's? Yes, yeah, Reardon. Reard. Sorry. Reardon. Okay. In Rick Reardon, the lightning thief, Medusa is a minor antagonist who is killed by Percy Jackson. In Margaret Mitchell's 1936 novel, Gone with the Wind, the character of Ashley Welks mm-hmm. wears a label pin with the head of Medusa on it. The mythical creature is thought to represent a masculine, and the uh, pin symbolizes the meek and wayward nature of the character. Which is, like, weird. I don't even know what you're trying to tell me. Okay, it's like the whole... Um, it's like when people do the historical art studies, and I took that class in college, and they're like, oh, yes, and they did this curvature because blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not how art works, because when I draw, I'm like, this looks cool. That. Mm-hmm. There is no science to what is the central focus and what isn't the central focus. This is all, what they were all thinking. All the lines don't point to the main topic of the painting. Because sometimes I feel like how English is. They're just like, oh, and then the undertones of this and the author meant this. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure the author just meant to type that. Yeah. This is what they meant. It's just I mean, right unless, there. unless they're using like fun connotations for other things like fur slipper. <laughs> That's just being coy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta sneak that in there. But going on to television. For television. In the Star Trek episode... And the children shall lead. The starship uh, USS Enterprise encounters a non-corporal being called a Gorgon. Although it is barely, I'm sorry. Although it barely resembles the mythical version, it hints that this creature inspired the myth. Medusa made an appearance in the fantasy dream series. Drama. I'm sorry, drama. <laughs> fantasy dream. I dreamt it all last night. <laughs> But the fantasy drama series, Once Upon a Time, in the episode The New Neverland, in the Conan, Conan, the adventurer, episode Men of Stone, Medusa is portrayed as a man instead of a woman. Which I'm here for gender bending. Let's do it. Um, In the Tales from the Crypt Keeper, episode Myth um, Conceptions, Medusa plays a role when an Archaeologist. Archaeologist discovers her tomb and learns the hard way why others before him have died trying to find it. Yes, so then Medusa, along with her Gorgon sisters, Uriel and Fury, were recurring villains villains in the Disney Channel series American Dragon Jake Long, which reading that, it like took me back because I was like, American Dragon, and then it was like those flashback moments in the movie where I'm like, (gasps) and then I remember like watching the show every once in a while. It was just, yeah. Not my thing. I liked, what was the other one? I'm trying to remember the other cartoon show that I liked way better than that. Um, Jackie Chan? That one was, I was actually just thinking of that. That was one of them, but that wasn't the one I'm thinking of. Um, Shaolin. Shaolin Knights? Yeah. Or Shaolin Monks? No, kind of. But they Shaolin have like. Warriors? I think maybe. It's the four. Um, yeah, and the, the little bald kid Oni or whatever, and he's like all full, like. Napoleon complex all day every day I couldn't get into that show to be honest I did only because like 
the idea of just some steampunk goth kid is their fucking main villain for a minute. And it's like this whole joke. And then they finally get like a real villain. And it's like, yeah, but what about Jack Spicer? <laughs> oh, that show used to be my jam. Only for a little bit, though. Uh, and then in the Supernatural season 14 episode, Oroboros, uh, the protagonists Sam and Dean Winchester and their allies Castile, Jack, and Rowena face off against a Gorgon. When Dean brings up Medusa, Rowena reveals that she was real, but the stories are exaggerated. Instead of turning people to stone, Gorgons have a paralyzing poison and can see the future and a person's fate by consuming their eyeballs. And let me tell you, I can see someone's fate by consuming their eyeballs, too. It's that they're blind now. All I can think of And they won't the, be um, seeing anything anytime soon. Ooh, Yeah. I said all I could think Except of after didn't hearing that is the fates. Mm. Well, I yeah. know they didn't eat them, but they still had that one they, they eye. Just had, they literally only had one eyeball between the three of them, which is like ridiculous. It's like y'all couldn't have like pulled well, I mean, together. It actually depends on which uh, mythology that you talk about. Listen, Disney's Hercules, all the mythology I need. Not accurate whatsoever but i'm here for it the other one that was on facebook i'm not facebook on uh netflix god what the fuck was that well we brought it up last time Flash of the Titans. yeah yeah so it's actually three women system. one eye mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. in Macbeth, like it's the fates are there three women they share a cauldron yeah but those are like witches like do it i mean i well, guess it's a different represent- representation representation oh. yeah because it's still three women and it's still still representing the three past, I know but I mean story. that's gonna be hmm? what story Macbeth, Macbeth. Um, if you I know I just it's been a while since I yeah actually and then uh, well no and then like I said I mean and as they mentioned earlier three is like kind of a recurring theme in mythology yeah you know again it's like that um doesn't the uh those things come in three mm-hmm well Apparently not always. <laughs> Gorgons. Oh. But, you know. Unless they were the best Gorgons. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Well, apparently all but Medusa for some reason, which is ridiculous to me because she was the best one, but whatever. Whatever. Uh, and then, so going on to film, as mentioned earlier, we were just saying, is Medusa was a character in the 1981 film Clash of the Titans. Uh, special effects creator Ray Harryhausen used stop-motion animation to depict the battle with Medusa. She is also featured in the 2010 remake of the film with her face appearing human until it contorts as she turns her victim to stone. In the film Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, the two masked ch- uh, twins' peculiarity is revealed to be that they are gorgons with serpentine faces and the ability of petrified. I love that movie so much. I can't remember that part. It's in the ending battle scene. Okay. When they're fighting with the whatchamacallit. And then the mon- one monkey lady was like about to get them. And then they just took off the bags. And then she turned to stone and like immediately turned to like dust because she fell. Because she was like mid-leap or something. Okay. It was great. The movie's everything. I need to watch it again. But uh, moving on. Uh, to video games, the God of War series has Gorgons as enemies, scaly reptile-like female creatures with serpentine lower bodies and snakes for hair. Medusa, referred to as the Queen of the Gorgons, is a boss in God of War, which was in 2005, as is her sister Uriel in God of War 2, 2007. Steno appears in the prequel, God of War Ascension, 2013, in its multiplayer mode. 
Medusa appears as a reoccurring boss in the Castlevania series. Medusa and her sisters Steno and Uriel appear in the 2006 game Titan Quest, with various other Gorgon enemies throughout the game's first act set in Greece. Medusa's appearance in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where she is implied to be a human that has been transformed by the effects of the Apple of Eden. And that's that. Bum, 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 bum. There she be. There she be. So yeah. Medusa her over there. Yeah, Medusa there. Medusa there. Medusa everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> Listen. Uh, don't judge me. There's a reason we create parody of, of other people's songs. <laughs> it's because we can't write for shit <laughs> as being original artists. Flip. <laughs> hair flip. Hair flip. So much less hair. Anyways. But yeah, so any other final thoughts? Nope. I don't know. I feel like we covered all of my rage points. Fuck Athena. Fuck that bitch. But also, fuck Perseus. Fuck that bitch. Because fuck him. Just going ahead and beheading random strangers. Actually, he was told by the gods to go kill no, by the king who wanted to put his dick in his mouth. Which, either way, fucking skip the whole process and just behead the king. Problem solved. No, that'd be simple. Less of a journey. It's not a story either, though. They needed the story. Yeah, it was bullshit. bullshit. Stop sacrificing women for story plots. Where's my hand? <laughs> there's, a, there's a thing for that. Forget what they call it. An app? <laughs> <laughs> There's an app for that. <laughs> Feel like that that beginning scene in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Leave us alone, Mel Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> no, they bring it up in Deadpool 2, actually. I need that tab. Oh, probably. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Give me that can. But I know. Well, Austin Googles that. But yeah, so that's Medusa. If you have any other random facts you want to add other versions, things like that, or more ideas for us, you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com. We also have the... I don't fucking know anymore. <laughs> Twitter, which is... You can find us under um, at castcreep. Both C's are capitalized. Yes, we're also on Instagram, at the creepcast, all lowercase. Yay. We also have... The Facebook, which is ca- the Cast Creep, no, <laughs> Creepcast. Ha ha ha. See, keep you on your toes. The Creepcast with Brie and Burr. Yes. And we are also on Patreon, which is also the Creepcast with Brie and Burr. We also have the website, which is the creepcast.podbean.com. Woo woo. Sorry, oh, yeah. I meant to write that down. I completely forgot. And I was like, oh, well. I remember to mention it, but not what the hell it was, apparently. Yes. But Austin's taking too long. So rate, subscribe, follow. Donate. Do you have it? Because that was the time. What? Who? Frigiding, I believe is what I'm referring to. I don't know. Whatever. I'm editing this out. <laughs> Just kidding. But anyways, have a great night. Spooky season is upon us. So after this episode... It's on to the good shit, because it's going to be October, bitches. Bitches. Get ready to spook. Boot. I'm here for it. And bye bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <gasps> Spooky season. <laughs>